the millennial way. A podcast made for the on-the-go millennial, giving you tips and advice on how to up-level your career, teaching you the things they don't teach you in school. When they ask why, just tell them it's the millennial way. Here's your host, Chase Coleman. All right, y'all. Last episode, we talked all about journaling, got a little personal, how we can help ourselves move forward in life as sane human beings. And I'm not even saying it as like you're going to go insane by working, but I just want to make sure that you guys are off on the right track and continuing to keep your mind as clear and as straight as possible. So today I want to talk about immersions. Now you guys might be thinking, Chase, what the hell is an immersion? Who is an immersion? Well, if you went on Google and looked up the Merriam-Webster definition of an immersion, you'll notice that the definition is the act of immersing someone or something in liquid. Hmm. What does that have to do with work? Absolutely nothing. So just like in the business world, I'm going to give you a completely different definition because business definitions in Merriam-Webster just seem to disagree more often than not. So... The business definition is the act of immersing someone within a new environment. Now, when I talk about what is an immersion, you guys are like, Chase, you gave me the definition, but I still am not getting it. What, where are you going with this? So an immersion is when you go into work, you just started, you're in your first day, week, month, whatever it is, but you're just spending your time getting to know the people that you're going to work with. You're meeting with them. You're sitting down. At Starbucks, we grab a coffee for obvious reasons. Now, you could go grab a tea, grab a coffee, grab a soda, grab lunch, breakfast, even a beer after work or during work if you guys allow that, whatever it may be. But you want to be able to sit down with the people that you're going to work with one-on-one, face-to-face, and just understand who they are as people, how they work, and what it is exactly that they do in their work. You're going to have to be working with these people in your environment anyways, so you might as well get to know them. Now at Starbucks, it's a requirement that we have to do these immersions. Everybody starts off and in their first 30 days, you have to sit down with all of the cross-functional partners, and we call them partners, you could call them colleagues, but you have to sit down with these cross-functional partners and just connect with them. Now, you can make an immersion whatever you want, but before I dive into the content of what needs to be an immersion, you're sitting there saying, But uh, Chase, what if my company doesn't require this? Like I understand Starbucks does it, but what what if I'm not allowed to do this? Well, guess what? I bet you're allowed. If you just ask your manager certain people that you're going to work with, go ahead and throw some time on their calendar, whether it be 15 to 30 minutes, to grab a coffee, tea, soda, lunch, whatever it may be, to sit down with them and learn, learn, learn. Remember, when you're starting off your career, you have to be a sponge and you have to just sit there and learn. So what I love about immersions is just the fact that you can make it whatever you want it to be. One tip that I really like to give on immersions and just starting work in general is when you meet somebody, ask them about themselves. Do you like working here? How long have you been working here? Or one thing that you can do is you can go on LinkedIn before you even immerse with these people to understand who they are, how long they've been with the company, and what exactly it is their role is. Now, I'm sure your manager will give you a quick debrief before you go and meet with these people and he'll say, hey, this is your salesperson, or this is your marketing person, or this is your finance person. 
But what you need to do is you need to go and truly dive into exactly who they are and what they are. So that way, when you're talking to them, you'll understand exactly how to work with them. So my first thing about immersions is that I like to be casual up front and then I talk business. And I'm a personable person. I love talking to people. I love, love, love people. So when it comes to sitting down and chatting with someone, I'm immediately diving into, so how long have you been here? Are you from Seattle? Oh, where did you move from? Oh, you've lived here your whole life? Have you ever lived in any other places? I try to dive into who this person is. Now, if any of you have taken a sales course, you'll learn that in the first step of sales is to build rapport. This is what I like to do in immersions. Build up that rapport. You want to be able to go to these people and not only be able to ask them for business questions or business advice or to be able to get a project done, but you also want to be able to go over there and speak to them in a casual manner. Hey, are you watching the Olympics? Man, I saw that last night too. Oh yeah. But the only way you would know that someone was watching the Olympics is by knowing that they like sports. Or maybe they absolutely hate sports. You're not going to walk up to them and start talking about basketball or football or what's going on in the NFL or the Super Bowl or the Olympics or anything of that sort. That's why I love immersions. You get to know people on a personal level. So many times at work, we automatically just start going straight into the business mind of things. Well, I know you're good with analytics, so I'm going to come to you with, for that. I know you're good with creative, so I'm going to come for you with that. I know you're good at communication and leading teams, so I'm going to come to you for that. How many times has someone asked you to do something and you've wanted to say no? Did you want to say no because you didn't want to do it or did you want to say no because you didn't like that person? Most of the time, it's coupled with both. But if you can go in there and build rapport from day one, show these people that you not only care about the work but care about them as people, then you will win them over. And think about this. When someone asks you to do something and you are really invested in that person, you like who they are, you know that what they're asking for isn't coming from a place of bad intent, are you willing to go above and beyond for them? Absolutely. So I'm going to give you guys a quick, quick, quick example of what I did in my immersion and how it actually ended up playing out for me in the real world. So I got to lead the T-Mana sweepstakes last summer, which was probably one of the best experiences I've had. I got to lead a cross-functional team as well as work with an agency slash vendor and work with an outside partner that we partnered with for our, our sweepstakes. During the sweepstakes, I was trying to make sure that we were saving as much money as possible and we ended up having to pack our prizes to hand out. I knew that I couldn't do this all by myself. There was over $150 worth of merchandise in there. I had to pack out about 30 of them. And I knew if I could pull together about five or six people then we would make the process just go by a lot easier. I'd only take up about 30 minutes of people's times instead of two hours of my own. And we'd all be able to kind of sit down around and have a good time while packing up these, these prizes. So I put together a, a packing party, we'll call it. Took 45 p minutes on people's calendars and sent out an invite for volunteers. Now, before I tell you how many volunteers I had, I just want to let you know that in my first week at work, I made sure to go around and speak to almost every single person that I was going to interact with, whether I was going to interact with them directly or indirectly. I try to make sure that I understand exactly what it was that they liked. My buddy Andrew Shepers, who ran all of our email and is now doing great things for Starbucks, he's a bird watcher. He loves watching birds. So what did I do? 
I dove into into bird watching. I looked up bird watching on Google and I made sure that I knew a little bit about it, just enough so that way we could talk about it. Now, I was upfront with him and let him know I know absolutely nothing about bird watching, but I'm going to learn more about it because I care about our relationship. There are other people on my team who are huge into pugs. Absolutely love pugs. So what did I do? I made sure that pugs were all around her desk and I made sure to mention pugs whenever I, I, we were walking around. Building rapport with all of your partners and everyone that you're going to work with, all of your colleagues, is super, super important. So to end my story, I ended up having over 20 people volunteer to come help. I sent this invite out to maybe 35, 40 people and almost half of them wanted to come help me and volunteer, while the other ones sent politeful declines and said, Chase, I just can't make it, I have a meeting I can't miss, blah, 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 all that stuff like that, and gave me a reason as to why they couldn't be there. Wow, is all, all I had to say. A 23-year-old coming into work, making an impact, getting people to take time out of their very, very, very busy day, working on things higher than my pay grade, and they wanted to help me. So my last thing that I want to leave you with on immersions is try to be as helpful as possible. So you start off being casual, you build that rapport, you build it, you build it, you build it, and then it's time to talk business. It's time to talk down and dirty. Why are we here? But what I want you to do is you need to try to tailor the business talk to being helpful. The only way to really get over to people is to relate it to their work. So I noticed that you're the sales guy. What is it that I could do in my role to make sales easier for you? I know that you're the marketing person. I know that you're the finance person. What is it in my role that I can do in order to help you? If you put it in terms of helping them, then they're more willing to tell you. But if you put it in terms of yourself, then they might not give you all the details of the problems and struggles that they're going through every single day in their daily life of work. So guess what? Now you got the tools. Now it's time to go immerse with people at work. Even if you haven't done this in the first day, week, month, say or years into it, you can still pick it up and go. Hey, so-and-so, I'd love to grab a coffee and just sit down and talk. I bet you catch them off guard. So if you haven't started it, go ahead and take a stab at it. And if you haven't even started work yet, keep this in the back of your mind because it's something that's going to help you succeed. Guys, love talking immersions with you guys today. Make sure to tune in next week. I hope you guys have a fantastic weekend. Go out one of these nights. Go have a good time. Go party a little bit. But make sure that you're reading. Make sure that you're learning. And make sure that you're tuning in every Tuesday and Thursday because we love when you guys tune in and listen. And we absolutely love hearing from you guys. Don't forget to hit us up on Facebook. It's Millennial Talk. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at underscore Millennial Way. One more time, that's underscore Millennial Way. I'm your host, Chase Coleman. And man, I love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. And don't forget to follow our blog at itsmillennialtalk.com. Follow us on social media at underscore Millennial Way on Instagram and Twitter.